0: Today's message comes from Romans chapter five and verse number one, and we're going to be talking about a very important subject to most people: the subject of peace. As a pastor of a church, I have many, many, many times that people come to me and they're frustrated with the situation, or they. They want to get out of a situation. They want to move because they can't get along with someone. Maybe it's a husband and wife. We have many husbands and wives that don't even live in the same place because they can't get along. When they go home, there's no peace. And people desperately want peace. They want calmness in their life. They want to be able to get along with others. And people are willing to go to great lengths to have peace. Sometimes folks go to war in order to have peace. Sometimes they move in order to have peace. Sometimes they quit a job and go find a different one because they can't get along with somebody on that job. But people desperately want to have peace in life. Maybe you've been in a situation before where you were living somewhere you were in a a certain group or a certain club and someone else was in that group that you couldn't get along with so you made a decision that though you wanted to be a part of this particular uh, group you decided you were going to quit because you wanted peace more than you wanted to be a part of that group and i want to talk to you about that idea today of peace i want to talk to you about The person that we most need to have peace with. In Romans chapter 5 and verse 1, it says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. More than I want to have peace with my neighbor. More than I want to have peace with my wife. More than I want to have peace with my children. More than I want ghana to be at peace with other countries i want to have peace with god because god is the one who has the power to affect everything about life and what i want for you today is number one to have peace with god but if we're going to have peace with god we have to first understand That in our natural condition, in our natural flesh, we are the enemies of God. Let me read to you a verse from Ephesians chapter 2. The Bible says this And you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Verse 3 says, Among whom also we all had our conversation in times past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. These verses, verse 2 and 3, Talk about human beings being children of wrath and children of disobedience. And in this book, Ephesians, Paul is talking to believers at Ephesus, and he's saying to them that at one time in their life they were the children of rash, children of wrath, they were children of disobedience. They were against God. The Bible says this um, in John, the book of John, in chapter number 3 and verse number 18. The Bible says, He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed the name of the only begotten Son of of God. To be condemned means God's going to destroy you. And the Bible talks about people being condemned. In verse number 36, it says, He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. He that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. There are many people in this world on whom God's wrath abides, children of wrath. I have many times heard people say to me, we're all God's children. That's not true. Not everybody is a child of God. Not everybody can say that they belong to God's family. The truth is when we're born into this world, we're all born as children of wrath. We're all born children of disobedience. For those of you who know something about the Bible, you know that the Bible tells us that for by one man, sin entered into the world. And the Bible tells us that all of us, because of him, Adam, we have also sinned. We have disobeyed. The Bible says through one man's disobedience, we're all made sinners. So we are born into this world as children of disobedience, children who have committed sin who sin and we are at odds with god we are the enemy of god and we need to have peace with god now how do we have peace with god well the first thing we need to do is we need to realize that we have sinned the bible says for all have sinned and come short of the glory of god uh, this weekend I talked to a young man and I asked him a question if you died would you go to heaven he said yes and I said why he said well because I'm righteous he was working in a drinking spot serving alcohol but yet he thought he was righteous As I began to preach to him and talk to him about the fact that we've all sinned, as the verse says in Romans 3, 23, for all have sinned. He realized that the Bible's true and that what I was saying was right. I said, look at where you're working. He said, yeah, you're right. I'm serving alcohol. He knew it was wrong. He knew it was wrong to drink alcohol and get drunk. He knew it was wrong to serve alcohol to people. And the Bible tells us for all have sinned. You say, well, I don't serve alcohol. I don't work in a spot. Or you say, oh, I've never murdered anyone. Or I haven't done this. Well, let me ask you a question. Have you ever told a lie? That's a sin. You see, there are many different ways of sinning. And all of us have sinned. And we're all the enemy of God because of it. Because sin is against God. The Bible says, Be ye holy, even as I am holy. God is a holy God. God demands righteousness. God wants holiness. And when we sin, we are against Him. So every one of us are the enemies of God through sin. Every one of us are born in this world into sin. We have all sinned, and we all continue to sin. Do you know anyone who has stopped sinning? No. We have a problem. We have sinned against a holy God. And number two, God punishes sin. The Bible says in Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. God told Adam in the Garden of Eden, if you eat of the forbidden fruit, He says, I... uh, You're going to die, he says. You will surely die if you eat the forbidden fruit. And as we know, Adam ate that forbidden fruit. And the Bible says that death came into the world because of that one sin. He didn't get in trouble because of many sins. He got in trouble for one sin. And you and I, just like Adam, have sinned. And we are guilty before God and we are the enemies of God because of sin. And we are not at peace with God. And we need to be at peace with God. And the only way we're going to have peace with God is that if we realize we have offended God. If we're going to have peace with God, we have to realize that we are the enemies of God because of our sin. So, number one, we have sinned against God, every one of us, no exception. Number two, God punishes sin. We are his enemies and he will punish us. The Bible says his wrath abides upon us. And the third thing I want you to understand today is we cannot escape God's wrath. We cannot be at peace with God by what we do. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 8, it says, for by grace are ye saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. We do not save ourselves from the wrath of God by what we do. That verse says, not of yourselves. The next verse, verse 9 says, not of works, lest any man should boast. We do not save ourselves from the wrath of God through our works. Because our works are not righteous. We may do some good things, but we have done evil things and we continue to sin. There's nobody who has completely stopped sinning. And if we did stop sinning, we still have sin on our record. We have sin in the past that has to be punished. But the truth is we continue to sin every day and our works cannot save us. The Bible says in Titus 3, 5, Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy He saved us. We need peace with God because we are the enemies of God because we have sinned against Him and His wrath abides upon us. And the Bible says that our good works cannot save us. So then how can we be saved? How can we have peace with God? Because that's what we desperately need, and that's what we desperately want is to be at peace with God. The Bible says this in Romans chapter 5 and verse 8. The Bible says, But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You know, any time when people, two nations, Or two people, a husband or a wife, anytime two different groups are trying to make peace, one of those groups is gonna have to take the first step. Somebody is gonna have to say, hey, can we talk about having peace? And when it comes to man and God, Man is the one who brought war. Man is the one who brought the absence of peace through his sin. But it was God who stepped up and said, hey, can we have peace? I'm willing to have peace. And this verse, Romans 5, 8, tells us that God showed us His love and that He sent His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. And the Bible says that As he hung on that cross, they pierced his side, and blood and water gushed out. They put a crown on his head, and the blood flowed down. They beat his back, and the blood poured forth. Jesus shed his blood, that we might have peace with God. Jesus did not die for the righteous. Jesus did not die for those who were already at peace with God, but he died that we may have peace with God. He died that we could be rescued from the lake of fire, that we would not go to a devil's hell, but that we would be able to have everlasting life with God. Do you believe that? I do. I believe Jesus died for me. The Bible says He died for sinners. It means He died for everyone. But why does anyone go to hell? The Bible says in Romans chapter 6 and verse 23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. God is a gift for every one of us. That gift is eternal life. He says to every one of us, We're not at peace because you have sinned. But I want to have peace with you. I want to give you eternal life. But eternal life comes through my son. And he says, I'm offering you eternal life. Will you take it? The reason some people go to hell is because they don't take the gift of God. If I were to offer you a gift, if I were to give you, if you were here with me and I were to say to you, you can have this iPad, it's yours, take it, that would be a gift. But there's something you have to do. You have to receive it. You see, you have a choice. Anytime someone offers you something, you can take it or you can reject it. What God has offered to us is He's offered us peace. In the verse we read earlier in Romans chapter 5, and verse 1, it says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through the blood sacrifice of Jesus Christ, God has said, I'm offering you peace with me. But we have to take it. Just like if I were to offer you this iPad, you have to take it. If you don't take it, it doesn't become yours. And God is offering us peace. But we must take it. The question comes, how do we receive the gift of God? How do we take this offer of eternal life? How do we get this peace with Him? Well, the Bible tells us in John three sixteen, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. The way we receive everlasting life is by believing on Jesus Christ. The Bible does not say that you have everlasting life because you work for it. Or because you obey God's commandments. The Bible says you have everlasting life when you believe on Jesus Christ. The word believe is very important. It means to rest upon, it means to rely upon, it means to depend upon. Many of you, when you perhaps started watching this broadcast today, you were resting upon your own works, your own deeds. You were resting upon the fact that you go to church or that you serve God to get you to heaven. But the Bible says if you're going to have peace with God, you have to realize you are a sinner. You have to realize you're the enemy of God. You have to realize that your works can't save you. And you have to realize that Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ in Him alone is the way to heaven. And you have to stop putting your faith in your good works and put your faith in Jesus Christ. When I was a young man, I was 20 years old. I had grown up going to church. I knew that there was a God. I knew about the Bible. And when someone asked me if I'd go to heaven, I said, sure, I'll go to heaven. I'm a good person, I thought. I haven't murdered anyone. I'm friendly. But what I didn't realize is that I was not at peace with God. I was warring against God. I was a sinner. I was not this good person that I thought myself to be. And when the man took his Bible and he showed me and my two friends that we had all sinned against God and that we all deserved a lake of fire for our sin, I thought about that. And I decided, it's true, I am the enemy of God. I have sinned against God. I'm not worthy to go to heaven. And then and then alone could I understand in my mind why Jesus had died on the cross, what He had done on the cross, and the fact that I needed to have faith in Him To get to heaven, that to have peace with God, it only comes through Jesus Christ. Romans 5.1 again, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. It is only through Jesus that we could be at peace with God, and that we can be made a child of God, and that we can be guaranteed everlasting life. If you've been trusting in your church to get you to heaven, or your pastor to get you to heaven, or your good works to get you to heaven, or something you've done to get you to heaven, you need to change your mind today. You need to stop trusting in those things and you need to start trusting the one and only one that can save you, that is Jesus Christ. And I would encourage you today to admit you have sinned against a Holy God, to admit that you are the enemy of God and to understand that God loves you, He died for you, He offers you peace through His Son and receive it today by faith. You don't have to go to church to do that. All you have to do is in your heart, confess to God that you're a sinner. Confess that you understand that He and He alone is the Savior and believe on Him. I hope you'll do that today. If you have any questions about anything that we've preached, please contact us. We'd like to help you. Thank you for watching the Fundamental Hour and we'll see you next week. God bless you.